Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you! Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve, and joining me today, a little different episode, in a good way, not in a bad way, we have Chris, the usual on the podcast. Hey, Chris. Hello, Steve. Welcome back again. And then we also have another usual on the podcast, not as frequent as Chris has been, just because of, you know, location issues, but... Dan is back. Hey, Dan. Hey, Steve. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm good. Thanks for being back, Dan. Thanks for Last having me Last time you were on... I spoke of the wonder of Dave. Oh, that's right. I was going to say it was the Olympic podcast, but then I was like, no, there's definitely one before that. That's yeah, right. I had the chance to redeem myself after Snorlax. That's right. That's right. Dave You mean versus... Snorlax who ate everyone? Right. Yes. <laughs> the wonderful wrestling argument Did... I had for Snorlax. <laughs> Did Dave eat anyone? Dave um, did not eat anybody. Oh, that's good to hear. No, I'm but, glad to hear that. But Frank Underwood murdered people, so <laughs> I, I argued. And also ate a lot of barbecue ribs. He did eat a lot of barbecue ribs, which was an <laughs> analogy to the people and meat he liked to consume and destroy. <laughs> Wait, I love barbecue ribs. Does that mean I also like to consume people? No, you're just not <laughs> eating it at 7:30 in the morning like mm-hmm. he does. Okay, he'd wake yeah, up. With ribs. He would wake up and just go have ribs at wow. Freddy's at Freddy's rib joint, barbecue okay. joint. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so Dan, awesome. Glad to have you back. Chris, thanks for being back again also. I just want to take a moment to go over the results from some of our previous episodes. A couple weeks back, in honor of the Christmas season, we had which Christmas aficionado would win in throwing a great Christmas party. We had Buddy the Elf going against Martha Stewart, in which Buddy the Elf won with 71% of the vote. Martha taking 29. Now it's actually been our highest uh, turnout for votes in any of our polls so far, so thank you all for participating in that. Also, uh, due to Rogue One coming out this past weekend, uh, we had a Star Wars-themed episode, which I did with a nice gentleman named Jeremiah, who is the host of the Bombad Radio podcast. You can check them out on iTunes and on Podbean as well. And we discussed which Star Wars team would win in stealing the plans to the Death Star. Uh, we had, my team was Rey, R2-D2, Rex, and Callus from the Clone Wars and Rebels series, with 86% of the vote going against Rey, Sabine, who's also from the Rebel series, Cad Bane, and a Zillow Beast from the Clone Wars series with 14% of the vote. So if you've not seen those episodes yet, uh, definitely please go check them out. Wow, those results are fascinating. Yeah, they, they were some good episodes. So uh, going forward, I hope we have uh, I can't turnouts. believe that I either won or lost the outcome of that episode. I know. That's surprising. Be- surprising. Surprising. You've, uh, your, your record's <laughs> been a little shoddy lately, Chris. It has been. But this has either helped or hurt it. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I forget who won the Dave. Um, I'm pretty sure Dave won. Dave won. Yes. Dave should have won. I'm pretty sure. If I had, sure. I don't know where my phone went. What was his person's name? Frank, Frank Underwood. Underwood. Frank Underwood is horrible. I think I left my phone downstairs. But like my arguments were pretty bad, 
So, um, yeah, but I mean, he was a good person. <laughs> did you see? True. Did you see that John Oliver was talking about Dave? I posted that on the Instagram. Yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking about that. How like Americans are so fed up at this point that they could have just had Dave run for president and they would have been okay with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. Well, the election's over now, thank God. So, all right. Yeah. Although we haven't got to the uh, elector, electoral college. By no. the time this airs, it would have been. I, I personally don't think it's going to be anything surprising. That would be crazy. I think that well, would just be... Well, they are hoping for... They are doing recounts in three states. They, well, so, they're, they're doing it in Wisconsin as of now. Um, yeah. And then who knows what will happen from there. Yeah. We'll see. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. To be continued. To be continued. Um, so, as always, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to give us a shout-out, say hello. You can reach us through our Twitter page, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. I'm still giving a lot of uh, fight pictures on Instagram. I always give a tease the Sunday before just to kind of let people try to guess what the next episode's going to be about. Mm-hmm. Um, so please follow us there if you have not done so already. A lot of great stuff there. Thanks, Dan. I know you're like our our biggest supporter. You're always telling people to go on the Instagram page. Yeah. It's... I appreciate that. All right. So... Uh, I don't know who I should ask what we're doing today. I'll talk about it. I guess so, because you're the one who came up with this yeah, idea. Yeah, because I, I floated this idea to you, and you're like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. So here's... I here's, think that's an understatement. I was freaking out. because You were? Oh, We were driving to Fantastic Beasts when you pitched me this idea, remember? I, I didn't get a sense... That's great to hear. Yeah, I was, I was super excited about this idea. So, um, so, Chris, what are we talking about today? So, this episode's going to be close to Christmas time. One of my favorite Christmas movies is Home Alone 2, which, as you all know, stars Macaulay Culkin playing Kevin McAllister... He's home alone. Actually, home alone too. He's not even at his home. He's at uh, his uncle's home in New York City, where the uh, the bandits played by Joe Pesci and that other guy try to break in. And now I don't think he was at his uncle's house. I thought he was just in some like rinky dink rundown. Apartment. I believe there's a, a short scene that ex- that explains like his mom saying something like, "Would Kevin know to go to his uncle's house?" Okay, and he did. Okay, so like he knew about this house. I. Th- Thing. Gotcha. I think the house is being re- renovated. Yeah, the house so. is being renovated, gotcha. which plays into the events of the episode. Got it. But anyway, the Joe Pesci and his partner, that Marv, I don't remember the actor's name, they're trying to, well, at this point, they're trying to get a little revenge, because they previously tried to break into his, his house, and they couldn't get him, because he wet foiled bandits. their plans. They were the, yeah, they were the, the wet bands. I think at this in this the episode, the they call themselves the sticky bandits. Yep, because they're covered in tape. Yeah, they, they only would, Marv, they, Marv they, does it though. Marv would rob uh, the the, uh, the the what was it the Red Cross or um, no, yeah um, the Salvation Army Salvation Santa Army Santa, Santa by sticking his hand in it with covered in tape. Yeah. So um, anyway, I was like, what if we do an episode where one person is trying to break into a house and the other person is trying to defend the house? Yeah. So we workshop that a little bit where I've designed the layout of a house. Oh, by the way, Marv is played by Daniel Stern. If anyone's listening, or if Daniel Stern's listening. I have now correctly attributed you. I apologize for not originally knowing. So anyway, I've I've roughly planned out a layout of the house, and I actually have to do give credit to my wife Nicole for helping me design the layout. She did a beautiful job. I was like, kind of, the, I did the rough idea, and she was like, you know what, you should probably have a bathroom in your house. And I was like, all right, fine. So she was very helpful, and so we've designed the layout of a house. It's a two story house. Uh, I'll give a I'll give a real quick overlay of it. I'll attach pictures in our show notes, but just so that way you have an idea of kind of yeah. you can visualize. If it. you're too lazy to look at the pictures, you'll like roughly know. So um, it's a two-story house. There's no garage. 
there's like a the entryway is kind of a porch. I meant I meant it to be as like a sun porch, but we couldn't figure out how to make like screen screened in porches in the uh, in the planner we use. So it's kind of a we showed it with like big windows, but you could think of it as a sun porch. Then there's an entryway. It's kind of an open floor plan. Um, immediately to the right is the stairs. Immediately to the left is the bathroom. Straight ahead is a dining area, and then um, farther in to the right is a living area, and to the left is the kitchen. And then the second floor has a couple bedrooms and an office. So I, I two, uh, three bedrooms, including a master bedroom, a master bath, and then there's an office. So I tasked the the challengers here with with infiltrating the house, making their way to the second floor office. There's a safe behind a painting in there. They will have to break into the safe and steal, you know, some item of significance. So what we decided to do was we'll take turns going back and forth as, like, one of them will be the attacker, one of them will be the defender, and then they'll switch places. So we'll see who has the... They've each picked a character. We'll see who has the best attack plan, who has the best defense plan, and then the voters can decide overall the victor. That's right. Is that a good description? Do you guys agree with that? That's perfect. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you did that because I know if I had done that, if I had not been a part of this and listening to it, because I listened to the car, yeah. I would have been completely lost. So thank you. Yeah, I mean, every, not everyone's going to want to be like, all right, I have to go to their page now and bring up their picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a pain. So we'll we'll try to describe it as we go. Yeah. But that's a general overview. Open floor plan. Um, there's, you know, average amount of windows. The, on the back of the house, there's kind of a... Um, a rotunda, like a circular rotunda, where the dining table is. I thought that would look cool. And then the Little office, window. and the office is there on the second floor. Exactly. Yes. The house is um, like the first floor and the second floor, the same exact outside wall layout. Yes. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, Chris, for uh, putting that together. Thank you, Nicole, also your unpaid intern slash wife, for <laughs> um, for doing that as well. Thanks, like Cole. like I said before, she does require me to pay her. She demands a salary. Wow. Mm-hmm. Frequent trips, lucky bones. Oh, one other thing I will add: I have just, I just made four what I'm calling challenge cards, or maybe I'll call them home alone cards. I'm not sure. <laughs> and at, at, at random points, I will make the attacker draw a card and respond to the challenge that they impose on them. Fair enough. So it will involve a little bit of thinking on your feet, improvisation, and we'll see how that goes. Awesome. Right. I'm down. I just made them like two seconds ago. So I put I'm very sure little great. thought into it. I'm sure them. they're great. They are great. But thank <laughs> you for your support. Confidence. No problem. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Dan, do you want to talk about the fictional character that you chose to perform a home invasion and <laughs> and also defend a house from when a home invasion? When you say it like that, it sounds bad. It does sound bad. Because that's what Home Alone is. That's what Home oh, Alone is. Yeah. At its basics, it's a home invasion. It is a very <laughs> scary situation. Like It is like a small child with criminals breaking into his home. Exactly. But I don't know. I think we should keep this a little lighter, personally. We'll keep it lighter. I don't know what you guys, what your strategy is. If you brought a lot of guns, <laughs> I would say, I be, brought. you know, be cool. All right. I'll, I, I didn't bring any weapons. I'll explain I, later on. Okay. okay. Let's just, I'm sorry. Let's All just, right. Yeah. So, Dan, I'll let you go with your character first. A little bit of background about your character. I'm sure most people will know who this character is, but just in case people have been living under a rock or perhaps they got rolled over by a boulder. Hey. Oh. <laughs> they didn't know who this, they don't know who this person is. Go right ahead and uh, tell the folks. So, I chose Indiana Jones. The, oh. the boulder reference was very uh, apropos. Um, so... Uh, Indiana Jones was uh, a four-part, soon to be five-part 
movie. They're making a fifth one. They are. You didn't what's know that? It, what's it called? They don't know yet. Okay, I but, didn't know but that. But Spielberg is directing it. Harrison Ford is back. George Lucas is gone, which is a good thing. Is Shia LaBeouf in it? They have not confirmed. <laughs> they did say that it's going to take place after the fourth one, so the fourth one is canon. Okay. Um, there is this uh, one guy, Michael Barate, who is on YouTube, who's a guy I follow. He does really funny videos. And after they announced that they're doing a fifth Indiana Jones, he said what they should do is the way it should open is each one starts with like the shape of the Paramount. I don't know if you ever noticed that. They each start with the Paramount logo in the beginning. No. So the first one's a mountain. The second one is a mountain on a gong inside of the, the club that he's in. The, oh, right, the right. third one's Obi-Wan a mountain. Obi-Wan also. Club Obi-Wan. Yeah. The third one's also a mountain. And then the fourth one is a mole dirt hill, which is the animated mole. So they always uh, do that. Um, so the one guy said that it should start and what it is is it fades into a giant dirt pile that Indiana Jones is digging or something. And he just looks at the camera and goes, man, who would have thought that Mutt, I think his name was Mutt, who would have thought that Mutt was a double agent the whole time? And it's just him, like, burying his grave or something just to completely, like, get him Was out. that Shia, LaBe- Shia LaBeouf's character? Yeah, exactly. So the fourth one kind of ended looking like Shia LaBeouf is going to carry the torch on yeah, Indiana exactly, Jones. because he was yeah. his son. So this is how they're writing him off. That's what that's what the one guy suggested. That would be on, interesting. On, on the Facebook. Which, yeah, which would have been funny. I mean, Shia so. LaBeouf is very interesting... Yeah, he, no, he's that's bad. a good he, word. I don't think him. he'll be in it because that'll piss off the fans so much. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, a controversial opinion. I actually like Shia LaBeouf, but I don't know if I like him as Indiana Jones. So right. I think he's interesting. I think the fact that he did the whole art piece with like just in a, three days in a row showing every movie he had from start to finish without stop. Yeah, and that anyone come in was very yeah. He's he's interesting. an interesting character. He is interesting. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so they're doing a fifth Indiana Jones. Yes. Movie. Okay. Yes. So I picked Indiana Jones. Um, Indiana Jones was made in the 80s, um, and then recently, um, in the 2010s? 2008. 2008. Yep. Wow. 2000s. Um, that long ago? Yeah, I was a freshman in high school. Wow. wow. Yep. I remember that. I was super, super excited, and then I walked out of the theater, <laughs> and I was like, what the hell was that? That's what I was excited That's for. That's what I was excited for, yeah. Um, uh, another controversial opinion, I actually liked it. I didn't, I, I didn't love it, but I was like, eh, that's okay. I, I liked it until like the last like 10 minutes. If the movie, Agreed. If Agreed. the movie ended right before Shia is swinging with the monkeys, it will be really good. I didn't yeah. mind that part at all. For that really? part, I was like, that's cool. Indiana Jones, son, Everything. swinging on vines. I, and I don't I don't care about the alien <laughs> thing. I like the alien thing, because that, that fits with Indiana Jones. Like, the mm-hmm. whole, like, like out-of-this-world idea, whatever yeah. it is. Like, I'm totally fine with that. But, oh my god. It is, it is controversial. And I it understand. Is. I understand all the complaints. Yeah. Like they're fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So yeah. So the first one, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Second, Temple of Doom, which is technically a prequel. I don't know if you know that or not. It is. It's it is uh, a two years beforehand. Yeah, something like that. Before yeah. Raiders. Yeah. Before Raiders. Okay. I didn't For know that no until... reason whatsoever. It just takes place. I didn't know that until researching, and I'm like, whoa, that's actually a prequel. So yep. real quick to for my personal education. Marion, the female lead from Raiders, uh-huh. mm-hmm. who was also in Crystal Skull. Yes. Right. She didn't appear in any of the other movies, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. So his love interest in the other movies is just kind of... Brushed aside. Br- okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, the, the one girl... I forget. She dies in, in Last Crusade. Elsa... Yes, well, she's the Nazi. She dies because she falls. She goes after the oh, right. Uh, she she goes after the Grail. She and won't. then the first one is Willie. Well, I mean, first one chronologically, chronologically is Willie, who I, actually I liked her. Kate Capshaw, who actually ends up marrying Steven Spielberg in real life because they really? met on that set, so they they're still married to this day. Did not know that. Yep. Uh, you have such an educational podcast. <laughs> I know. Yeah. What category are we in on Podbean? 
TV media. Or TV be, and film, excuse me. We should be also an educational. There you go. There you go. Yeah, so yeah, so they're still currently married. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so. But sorry. she's never been mentioned in a, in a following no, movie, right? Okay. No, no. Which is silly why it's a prequel, because it makes no sense to be a prequel. Yeah. Like, it, like, it doesn't do anything to further the Indiana Jones story before Raiders, but... It doesn't. It's more probably just timing. Yeah. Um, and then the third is Last Crusade, and then fourth is uh, Crystal Skull. Which some people for, like to forget about. Yes. Which I, I'm thinking, when I'm talking about Indiana Jones, I'm just going to totally just disregard So you're it. also going to forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I understand. I understand that. I think just point to of view. make it easier for all of us, and mm-hmm. it uh, is it is different. It is very different. And also, um, Indiana Jones at that point was an old man. Um, Not that old though. He could still he could still swing a few swing from a few trees. He was in his uh, seven, or late sixties, early seventies. Yeah. And then in the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, there's an episode where Harrison Ford is in it. Really, um, I didn't know yeah, that. But he plays like Indiana Jones, like in his forties, and then okay. there's another episode where Indiana Jones is in his nineties, but he's not playing. So by you Harrison brought up Ford. the Harris, the what, the Indiana Jones Chronicles, the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Is that an animated series? Or no, what? it's a live action series. It lasted, I think, two seasons. Uh, a guy named Sean Patrick Flannery, I believe, played uh, Indiana Jones. And Did it take place before the events of the movie? Yeah, he's like a, so. It took place like the, the third movie. Yeah, the, it took place like after talk. the flashback in Last Crusade. Okay, and it just went through to maybe before Raiders. His like think. Boy Scout age. Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. So, I didn't know about that. So check it, that out. It, it is canon, I believe. Hmm. Um, Disney has not like decanonized the the events of that TV show, but yep. Sean Patrick Flannery is the yep. correct name. They're good. Bam! Got it. They're good. So, so yeah. Um, and uh, one thing that I thought was interesting was that um, it was created on um, by George Lucas and Steven Spielberg on a Hawaiian vacation. And they're kind of like sip on ideas. Are you talking about the Indiana Jones Chronicles now? No, no the, the whole, like... In general. In general. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah. And... Um, I forget what they were talking about. They were basically wanting to make a James Bond-esque movie. Right. um, But hark on to the 1930s, 1940s um, themes and action-adventure. So I thought that was very interesting. And he also didn't want Harrison Ford, George Lucas, didn't want to have Harrison Ford to play the role role, because he didn't want to be that guy for for him, like how Robert De Niro is for... um, Wow, interesting. Man, Harrison Ford, just like everything he's in is... Gold. gold. Automatically gold. Yeah. Did you know that at first it was not called Indiana Jones? Please lighten me. It was called Indiana Smith. This is a hundred percent true. That's story. a horrible name. And Steven Spielberg said, No, that is a stupid name. I'll give him a generic name, but it can't be Smith. So they mm. said, All right, Jones. So it's George the- Lucas did that. No, Steven Spielberg. Oh, okay. Good. So, so George Lucas George Lucas originally called it Indiana Smith. And Spielberg said, No, we need to give it a different name. But it can still be cool, like a like a classic last name, but it cannot be Smith. So it's Indiana Jones. Now, Indiana, thank you, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Now, Steve, can you enlighten us what your cat's name is and why it's named that? So I'm also gonna go also towards why Indiana Jones is named Indiana Jones. Okay, please. So George Lucas had a dog named Indiana. And I totally forget the type of dog it is, but in Last Crusade uh, when young Indiana Jones walks into his house, that exact same type of dog is in the house. Okay. The same type of dog that you have? No, no, no I don't have a dog. Oh. I have a cat. The no, same type of dog that the you jo- have a that, cat? That George Lucas had. Okay. That he named Indiana was in that movie. Okay. Now, in the in the Indiana Jones universe, 
the dog's name was also Indiana. There's a line in the Last Crusade that says, like, that was the dog's name. Exactly, which is paying homage to George Lucas's dog's right. name. But because his real name is Henry Jones Jr., and he just took the name Indiana after the dog to kind of be like a cool It is a cool uh, name. A cool name. I wish people would call me that. Junior. Indiana. Junior. It's <laughs> my best Sean Connery. This is all new Sean Connery impressions this whole episode. So, so my, my cat, mm-hmm. I have a cat, and her name is Indy. And we a got. Cat. She's a beautiful cat. She's yeah. great. She's and all right. You've never met. Oh, no, you have met her. I saw her once. That's true. She, she is an, a tuxedo cat. She's 10 years old. And we got her on July 3rd. And we were thinking of like what to call her. So I was just like. Let's call her Indy, right? Independence Day was, One day the, before. was the next day, exactly. And I'm also a huge Indiana Jones fan, so calling my cat Indy was like a dream come true. So so my cat is named Indy. And there's a scene in Raiders where Indiana Jones is running through the markets in Egypt and Cairo, and you see a cat, and it looks like my like the tuxedo cat that my cat has. And you can hear Marion screaming like, Indy! And you see the cat run. In the, ba- in the woven basket. She's yeah, stuck exactly. in a basket. At exactly. Point. I love Indiana Jones so much. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's a series. So, so yeah, I could watch that movie. So, why anytime. did you pick Indiana Jones? Like, oh. Why do you think we've been talking about Indiana Jones? I need to explain why I picked Indiana Jones. Uh, I picked Indiana Jones because he's great at finding um, artifacts, um, stealing the artifacts, and getting away with it. He's also a master of disguise. He's okay. able to go through places uh, without being hit, without being seen. He okay. met Hitler without actually like uh, people. <laughs> All right. one of the greatest like a, on his resume met, yeah. Hitler. met Hitler met Hitler and he got his autograph he got his autograph yeah. Hitler kind of gave him a look at him like what are you doing but you yeah. know uh, <laughs> you know his master disguise really good at um, hiding in plain sight and uh, I think he'd be really good at this kind of stuff cool yeah Steve who'd you pick alright so I picked James Bond which is ironic Dan and I did not know who one another were picking we just kind of sat down and was like so who do you pick and yeah. he said Indiana Jones and I said James Bond so I'm specifically picking Daniel Craig's James Bond. Which is interesting. Yes. So there's a specific reason why I chose Daniel Craig's James Bond. Um, Daniel Craig is, in my opinion, one of the best James Bonds. Um, I love Sean Connery. Agreed, but debatable. Yeah, I fair, think, fair I, I, I think Pierce Brosnan is a fantastic James Bond, but his movies just sucked. Hmm. Um, I think... Did you like Goldeneye? Yes, I love Goldeneye. Okay, me too. Gold, yeah, okay. Goldeneye's very good. Okay. Um, I like, feel like he has a couple good, really good movies, and then some yeah, really yes. bad movies. Very yes. forgettable yes. ones. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Daniel Craig, like Daniel Craig's, also had his missteps. Like Quantum of Solace is not very good. No. Spectre was disappointing. I um, like Spectre. I like I like Spectre too. But it, critically, like, like looking back, like critically, it didn't do as well as yeah. it, as the other ones did. But like looking back on it, like it should have been so much more. I don't want to say more. The better. fact that they're been... introducing Blofeld. Yeah, you got, you got with, Blofeld. You got Spectre with Christoph Waltz. With Christoph Watts as 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 Blofeld, and it's currently left James Bond in like a state of disarray because mm-hmm. he's not saying whether he's coming back for another one or not. Yeah. Who, Christoph Waltz or Daniel Craig? Daniel Craig. Christoph right. Waltz says he will come back for two more if Daniel Craig signs on for two more. He's basing it on that. Wow. Yes. And there's rumors that they're going to film two of them back to back just to kind of get two more Daniel Craig ones so, out because Daniel Craig's really popular right now yeah. with James Bond. I, I would like a Daniel. I mean, he's another also, Daniel Craig. He's getting older. He is getting older. I mean, which isn't like a huge hindrance because Roger Moore was really old when he, I think he. I don't want to say he was in his 80s. I'm not that, sure. that was a very different style of James Bond. Yeah. That, that's true too. And that's one thing I was okay with Spectre. Spectre kind of played homage to the Roger Moore mm-hmm. uh, uh, James Bond movies a little bit, but. Um, Anyway, so so Daniel Craig, he's been playing James Bond since 2006. He was in Casino Royale, which in my opinion is one of the best James Bond movies in yeah, general. Love that one. It's Great amazing. Movie. 
Quantum of Solace, which is not good. Um, Skyfall, which is like debatable with Casino Royale. I think it has some great scenes in it. Yeah, yeah. it does. And then Spectre, which came out, which uh, came out last year, which you know wasn't reviewed as highly as Casino Royale or Skyfall, but I personally enjoyed it. It's not my favorite James Bond movie. I just found out it's on Amazon Prime, so I'm going to watch it like as soon as I can. Is it on Amazon Prime? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you watched it today? Yeah, I did a lot of research for today. Oh my god, you're not kidding. <laughs> yeah, you wa- wait, you watched Spectre today? You mm-hmm. watched Raiders today and Last Crusade? To yes. be fair, we did kind of fast forward through the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, because I've seen the Indiana Jones so many times, and I had actually never seen Spectre. Oh, it was the first time you saw it? Today was the first it's time. It's pretty good. The opening scene is amazing. Oh, my god! Mexico City, it's so good. Oh, Wait, don't, don't tell me because I haven't seen it. And, like, okay. the, non, like, the continuous... Oh, the, oh, the um, I forget what that's called. Long, uh, a long tracking shot. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, or a long shot, yeah. So we're going backwards through the... So cool. Yeah. Do you so guys cool. remember when Christoph Waltz was originally cast? A lot of people were like, "Oh, he's Blofeld," but yeah. then they denied it for the longest time. Mm-hmm. So I actually, I just found out by Steve saying this. Oh no! Blofeld. No, I don't mind at all because I, I also did suspect. That. It's kind of like a uh, con in Star Trek Into Darkness. Like mm-hmm. everybody, knew yeah, it, that's right. That's and right. Everybody's like, "Why don't you just say it?" Because we all know it's going to happen. Con. And it does nothing for the story. Like. Like when he said his name was Khan, it wasn't oh. like it, like the characters weren't like, oh my god, it's Khan. Like, no, yeah, you're right. There was like, was, there was, was like, who early are you? on in the movie, they're just like, hey, my right. name's Khan. And same thing, <laughs> like when when Daniel Craig, when when he said I'm Blofeld, like Daniel Craig was like, who? Like, yeah. Well, actually, he was like, uh, where's that from? And he's like, uh, that's my mother's name. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was not done as well as, as it mother's should bloodline. Been. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have any weight yet because I mean, it might pay out to be better going yeah. forward, but. But, Who like, knows? the fact of, like, them introducing, my name's Blofeld, the character shouldn't be like, oh, my God, Blofeld. They right. don't know Blofeld yet. Right. Exa- have, exactly. It doesn't have right. that weight. Exactly. And it doesn't connect with the audience at all. Yeah. So, I found a couple interesting uh, quotes I found here about when Daniel Craig was cast to be James Bond. Okay. So, people called him uh, James Blonde because uh-huh. he is blonde. Yes. No other James... What's he, what's he blonde in the movies? I mean, yes. he has... Yeah, he was. Like, dirty uh, blonde. Dirty okay. blonde. Yeah. I mean, every other James Bond actor had that dark hair. And, um... When he was first announced, the Daily Mirror ran a front-page article saying the name's Bland, James Bland, because everybody was like, this is the dumbest choice ever. Like, why did they do this? He looks stupid. Like, like yeah, and, like, like Daniel Craig, he's, like, that very, like, dark and gritty and, like, just, like, a killer mentality. He's, I mean, he is suave when he needs to be, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have that, like... There- Cool Roger Moore esque. There, there is a shift in the movies. Yes, at this, yeah. for for Daniel Craig's James yes. Bond. and I mean people have embraced it, but since like, then. like a positive shift. I, yes. I personally like it. Yeah, yeah, it's, I like it's it more, too. To me, it's more realistic. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yes, um, yeah, which is which is what I like, and I think that's what Pierce Brosnan's movies were missing. Yeah, because I feel like Pierce Brosnan movies were like, what cool tech thing can we do? Exactly. Like this, this car can do this. It's right. invisible. Um, Especially yeah. in a post nine eleven world, like James Bond embraced that, yeah. where Pierce Brosnan was stuck in like. The Cold War era James yeah, Bond yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. So the reason though I, I picked Daniel Craig is the third act of Skyfall. Mm-hmm. If you recall, I had a feeling you were going to bring this up. Is basically Home Alone. Mm-hmm. It's like adult Home Alone. It is adult Home Alone. So that is the number one reason it's, why I picked that. Yeah. That's the that, plain and simple. That is why I chose. That. I'm because glad you did. I should have rewatched Skyfall for this. So time. he has experience defending a house during a home invasion <laughs> with a shotgun. Now I'm not going to be using weapons. I don't know. That, yeah, that's something. That we is talk something about. I wanted to bring up. Like we're not trying to kill each other. No, that's not. not the goal. Right. We're just whoever can get to that without. Yeah, like I would say, 
there may you the person that defend is defending is in the house presumably while this is happening unless you want to say otherwise. So like there could arise a conflict between the characters, mm-hmm. but like don't make it your goal to yeah. kill each other. Like, I agree. Okay, that's fair. Agree. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Like there are things that may happen to kill you, but I never will go around and say <laughs> I'm going to kill you now. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add, Chris, before we, we get started? Um, just for, like, as far as rules go, like, I'm going to mostly let you guys kind of argue with each other about, like, here's my attack plan, here's my defense plan, like, I have a counter for your attack. But if if some type of argument arises, as I'll play, like, a moderator role. You play the house. The, the house role, the environment, to try to just resolve it quickly so we can move on. I agree. But otherwise, I'll just try to let it, let what happens, happens. Cool. And just a quick fact, because uh, we kind of alluded to it. Um, so I'm going to also pepper in some Home Alone 2 facts. We're just saying them at the end. So um, Kevin, obviously Kevin uh, McAllister, main character of Home Alone, he had homemade booby traps. And um, the director of Home Alone and Home Alone 2, Chris Columbus. Who also so, directed Harry Potter's 1 and 2, just saying. Oh, he did? Yep. Yeah. That's interesting because I actually find Home Alone, I mean, I'm sorry, I find Harry Potter 1 and 2 like almost unwatchable now. Really? Like as an adult, like as a kid, I loved them. Right. Now I'm like, I skip them when I watch Harry Potter's. Like I don't watch them. I, I think it's because the plot is so simple. You just know what happens. That yeah, and and I just I mean the the, the later ones got so much more serious. But yeah, sorry to yeah. digress. So anyway, that was my fault. So Kevin's homemade booby traps may reflect Chris Columbus's love of James Bond style gadgetry. Interesting. Uh, yeah, crop up. Yeah. So other scripts he's written for film. Wait, was he? Th- I thought he was. He was the director, right? Because it's yeah, he, he directed that. it. Yep. So apparently he wrote other scripts for Gremlins, The Goonies. Huh. Young Sherlock Holmes. Yes, he did. Yep. All, f- all for Steven Spielberg, who's yep. also a James Bond fan. Oh, James, uh, he loves, and that's why he did Indiana Jones. So you, see, like you, you can see the similarities. This is okay. funny. We picked like the perfect yeah, people. You, you really to, did to do this yeah. to do this fight. I'm no longer in school, but if we were in school, this would be like a great thesis paper comparing like um, it really would James Bond, Indiana Jones, and like the the homages, the parallels, made. yeah, homages. Hey, anybody out there in college who needs their thesis paper for the end of the semester? Here you go. Do it. Yeah. Do it. You can send us an email. We'll help you out. Yeah, we will edit it for you. Also, this is a great have unpaid call back a couple episodes ago where Steve was saying how uh, college and uh, Chris was like, oh, no, we don't. It's not only Chris, people. Steve always things. has to be like, oh, I'm high and mighty college graduate. Yeah. So. I mean, Chris, you're also a college graduate. <laughs> yeah, but I don't bring it up every chance I get. I don't I'm think not it makes me better than you. I've never said I'm a college graduate. I just said when I was in college. Which he is a That's college true. graduate. That's true. Did yeah. you graduate? I did. Okay. This past May. Congratulations. And Dan, and Dan also is a college graduate. I am. Yes. All right. So we are basically we're saying smart. We're, we're better than you. <laughs> no. I, yeah, no. No, I met a ton of people in college who were idiots. <laughs> idiots. Not sure. only the people that no, attended that is, college, but the people who taught the class. That is, oh, that is yeah. very true. Yeah. That is yeah, very yeah, true. Exactly. So just because you have a piece of paper that says bachelor in something does not mean you're smart. And also, like, you look at Goodwill Hunting, of like, how about these apples? There's people out there that didn't go to college that are... Basically a genius, right? right. It's a genius. Yep. They're janitors, you know. There you go. Mm-hmm. Google Hunting, great movie. I've never seen it. I know it's on Netflix. You, you should it watch out. it. You should I watch know it. It's really it's good. good. I movie. think he, didn't he win an Oscar for writing or something? It's not ben your Affleck. Fault. It's, it's yeah, not I think I think Ben Affleck and um, Robin Williams. No, um, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Oh, Matt Damon. Both wrote it. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And I actually heard a funny story that they included a scene. Of like um, very graphic like gay sex or something <laughs> that that when they shopped the script around to different companies they were like no well like 
the one company that was like, hey, we like your movie except for this scene, they knew that they actually read the script, so they were like, we're going with them. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if that's kind they of like a... They cut it out or something, or... Well, I, I just think they put it in to, like, see if who actually read it. So I don't know if that's kind of a, a true story or not, but I, I've heard that from multiple sources. I would love to hear if anyone yeah. actually knew yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So should we actually get into it? Let's do it. We did so, a lot of um, uh, yeah. We got a lot of information. Does yeah. one of you guys want to start? You want to flip a coin to see? I have a, I have a coin if you want to do that or if you want to. I don't know. I'm kind of nervous. For what do you let's have? Flip like, let's, coin. let's flip it. Part of me just wants to like get mine out of the way so, so I can see what you have right. prepared. So do you do, wait? What do you mean get yours out of the way? Like, um, attack. Try to attack first. Let's do it because I don't have much prepared I'll for have attacking. You. All right. Like attack mine. Yeah. Okay. You shouldn't admit that to be. Just to just it's for more. Advice. I'm more just kind of going off of my knowledge of Indiana Jones. That's so fair. Just seeing like just putting my you know some of his eyes mm-hmm. and just going for it. Let's do it. Let's do I have that. a lot of the defenses. So we'll, okay. we're going to open with Indiana Jones breaking into the house of James Bond. Other way right. around. Really? Wait, James the, Bond breaking into Indiana Jones' house? No. Whoa! Wait! Wait! Whoa! I don't have a lot of things to break into, but I have a lot of things that you can right. break into. Are you mine. agreed to that, or would you like to flip a coin? No, let's flip a coin. Okay. Ah. Okay. So we'll call it, and whoever calls it correctly gets to pick. All right. All right. Uh, Chris, call, Chris flips it. All right. I will flip, flip it, it as the neutral party. Yes. And I'll let James Bond, uh, Indiana Jones, call it as the guest on the podcast. Okay. Thank you. Um, please call it in the air. Okay. I'm probably going to miss the coin. It's going to fall on the floor. <laughs> I'm going to pick it up. But anyway, we'll try. We'll see what happens. Okay. Okay. Heads will be... This is a nickel. An American nickel. Heads will be Thomas Jefferson's face. Tails will be Monticello, the house of... Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. Fair? Is it... All right. Okay. Is it Monticello in the back? Okay. Yes, it is. It's tell. Monticello. All right. Ready? Heads. And it is Tails. Oh. So Steve has won. James Bond has won. So I want Dan to be invading James Bond's so, house. All right, Indiana Jones will now invade the house of James Bond. Let's get it on. All right. I'm going to preface this first. Let's okay. Indiana Jones. I love Indiana Jones. And it's been really Who hard. Who doesn't love Indiana Jones? It's been really hard today to think of arguments like defaming Indiana Jones because he's so great. He's so great. And it's been really, really If anything, he's me. a bit comical. Yes. So, Indiana Jones, whenever he gets into some place that he's supposed to be going to, it is only because he has some kind of a guide or some kind of a map leading him there. Yes. So, you do not have that in this instance. So, right then and well, there... Well, luckily for him, I have sent him a map. Okay, so he does have a map. <laughs> he, all right, he does have some kind of a map, Are right? we going in blind or am I going in with a map? He's aware of but, the but, but he's not going to know like the different booby traps Correct. that are going to be in there. True. True. Like in Last Crusade... He knew what the booby traps were going to be, mm-hmm. and he knew how to deal with them. He knew that he had to kneel. Dependence. Yeah. The, dependent, uh, dependent man. Dependent man will pass. He knew yeah. he had to spell out um, the word of God. The word of God, which was Jehovah. Jehovah, thank you. And then he but, knew he yeah. had to take a leap of faith or whatever. So mm-hmm. he, Indiana Jones, if he does not know what's coming right then and there, I'm just saying he's going to be at a disadvantage. Well, we'll see how much he knows what's coming. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. So are you, you're walking up to the house? So, I'm Indiana Jones. Okay. Is this present age? This is, this is, this is another age. good. This is another question. Which Indiana Jones are you picking? Are you picking seventy-eight-year-old Indiana picking, Jones? I'm uh, picking Last Crusade. Okay. In present age, if possible, because James okay. Bond. All right. and the, the, the That's fair. So, so, so I'm in agreement. So he's like thirty-some. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. Late thirty, late mid thirties. So everything that's happening in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, though, is not canon to your current person, right? 
So any, so you can't use any arguments from King of the Crystal that's Skull. That's really hard because James Bond does not age. But I'm only using Daniel Craig. I'm not using anything that's ever happened. So I can't use anything from Spectre because I'm, I'm focusing on Daniel you Craig. You can't use anything from, like... In Spy, I'm using him in Skyfall. Only Skyfall. Well, I'm using his experience that he acquired in Skyfall. So I guess I could use him in Spectre. So too. as the moderator, I will allow each of you to use anything from your character's history. Okay. For your benefit. So I can use, like, the fact that I can, like, withstand a nuclear blast within a refrigerator. Yes. Got it. Okay. Yes. All right. Fair Just enough. because I would like to promote the spirit of discussion about your characters. <laughs> okay. Right. So what's, what's your plan? So, Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. master of disguise. Okay. I don't agree. <laughs> you don't agree? I don't agree. So Indiana don't... Jones in the Last Crusade, he walks into a house, and he's dressed up wearing a, with wearing like a, like, a, like a thing around him, like some kind of like a coat he made up from Elsa, and he's got like a beret on. And he's like, oh, I went and called for a sniffle. And, like, the guy completely smells his BS right then off the fact. And he's like, and, like, Indiana Jones is like, I'm here to see the tapestries. And he goes, we have many tapestries, but I don't know who you are. And he goes, if you are so-and-so on, I'm Mickey Mouse. Like, he can smell the BS all off of Indiana Jones right then and there. Okay, you've given one example of a bad Indiana Jones disguise. Over to you, Dan. I can use, like, three or four. But one of them would be when he is dressing up as a Nazi. Okay. And the whole... This is in The Last Crusade. Okay. He's dressed up as a Nazi. He's going through a whole... Like, there's, like, thousands of Nazis there. Okay. And he's walking around, walking around, and he gets a book, and there's a book burning going on. Right. I think it's his notebook with, like, the clues. It is. It's his dad's notebook with all, like, the clues about the pen that man will pass. Right. But anyway, so he's going around thousands of Nazis, all looking for, you know possible reasons that they might be saying okay this person does not stand and he is able to get past and actually see adolf hitler Mm -hmm. and being able to pass as a nazi in front of adolf hitler adolf hitler but if he opened his mouth in front of adolf hitler he would have been gone which is why when he opened his mouth in front of the guy in austria it was over right then and there he also was able to be in the raiders lost ark he was able to dress up as a Nazi. There's a lot of Nazis. But he dressed up as a Very Nazi. Very much Nazi. And, not, and ran into Rene. Rene is the main antagonist for he, Raiders he, of the Lost Ark. Oh, at the and, end? And the submarine. In the, the yeah. submarine. Um, yeah, it's because he was the very last guy in the line. Nobody knew who he was. He was just standing there. No, when, they were walking, this, when they were walking through the desert. Uh-uh, uh-uh. This was this um, in, the, in the submarine um, like in port. In the submarine hatch. Yeah. Right? So he, he walks right into Rene. And bumps him on purpose. Bumps, bumps him. Oh, I mean, they don't make any eye contact or anything like that. That's just dumb luck. I don't know. Well, look, when when breaking into a house, you don't have to really talk to anyone. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just so, so just master. Saying, I didn't even say anything, master yeah. of disguise. Master is an of over, disguise is an overreach. I'm a master of disguise. Remember that movie? Yes. With Anna Carvey, master yes. of disguise. Yeah, okay. I, I anyway. love that movie. Okay, so, so he's master of disguise. Going to be right. master of disguise. So he's dressing up as an Amazon delivery man. <laughs> 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 okay. Wait, did we establish what time this is? You, The attacker may choose his attack time. Yes. Okay, so what's your attack this time? This is like late afternoon in the winter time. Okay, totally fine with that. I'm so right, it's like, that. like dusky. All right, totally on board with that. Yes? Yes. So he's a long day, okay. he's a delivery guy. So he's a bit drowsy probably? But, no. Well, he's like tired. No, he's prepared. No. I'm he, sorry. No, no, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that. He's just probably like... it's. Indiana Jones making it seem like it's a long day being okay. like, you know just, just uh, dropping off this package probably his last package of this delivery okay he's walking by gives this pack he's go to right front door alright freeze right there I'm gonna stop you right there 
Okay. Okay. So it's dusk out, right? Dusk. So it's not super, super bright. Not super bright, right, but it is getting dark. They have some. That does have some light. Though. Some light. Yes. But not a ton of light. Yes. But it is dark. Yes. Okay. So what I did to defend myself because I knew Indiana Jones was coming. You knew I was coming. I knew. I knew you were going to be coming. Okay. Okay. So what I did was I surrounded the house with garden hoses. Right. Okay. Okay. Indiana Jones is going to think. At first sight, it's dark. It's getting dark. It's not super, super bright out. Seeing those hoses right away, he's going to think it's a what? A snake. Exactly. He's going to be terrifi- terrified walking up to that house. Just letting you know right there. Okay. Well, he's going to still be able to go past. He but he's going to be But he's going to be scared. Okay. Whenever Indiana Jones is near snakes, he cannot focus. All right. Uh, do you want a moderator rolling on this? Sure. Please. All right. So the, the garden hoses have come on. Indiana Jones is like, no, they're, oh, they're not on. They're just, they're just there. Wait, what? Like the garden hoses are like oh, laid around. Oh, you just around. laid them out? Exactly. Okay, so Indiana Jones looks into the yard. He sees all these green kind of in the in the mild darkness. He's like, yes. oh, no, snakes. Yes. And then he thinks to himself, oh, why does it have to be snakes? Exactly. And then he looks a little closer, and he's like, oh, that's just a garden hose. Actually, no big deal. But it still gets him out of his focus. That's what happens in Indiana Jones in every movie. Raiders, there's a snake in the plane. Also in Raiders, the... Well of Souls is covered in snakes. Mm-hmm. In Last Crusade, the flashback, he's in the snake pit that he falls in in the circus, and which also in Kingdom the... of the Crystal Skull, which we're saying that we're allowed to use, he uh, gets the python thrown at him by Shia LaBeouf. So even though he knows it's a snake or whatever, he still gets terrified. But he's still able to get all his job done when he has snakes around him. So, so to, be, to be fair, the moderator ruling is he's initially startled by the snakes. Okay. It may, leaving this to the viewer's discretion... It may throw him off his game to a varying degree, but he's eventually able to gain his composure and continue on with his plan. Fair right. enough. And I also have one more thing I want to add. I also have the sprinklers on, just so you know. Wait, you you didn't mention this. You've now turned on the sprinklers. No, no, the, the sprinklers were also on at the same time. To get him wet. Yes. Okay. Okay. Continue. Just so you know. Okay. Okay, go ahead. So he goes up to the front of the door. Fair enough. He opens the screen door. Okay. Because it's a screen door. Correct? Yeah, there's the porch, as okay. I said. Okay. And then he goes and drops a... Package okay. on the front door. Okay, you who orders packages every day. Okay, because who doesn't order packages every day? Correct. James Bond probably orders lots of packages, like gadgets and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. And also a lot of you know adult hair, things. hair products. So all right, because you gotta have a lot of you know skincare. So clothing. drops a package. You know what's in the package? Mm-hmm. A bomb. Okay. Bomb explodes okay. after Indiana Jones has walked away. Okay. Door opens. Okay. 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 Now. You will walk to the front of the door to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Indiana Jones walks to the back of the house. Gotcha. Uses his whip. Okay. And scales up a tree. Okay. That goes up to the... It was right in the back of the house, um, for anyone that's not listening. For this listening. Um, Goes trees right in the back of the house. Okay. He scales up the tree Uh and swings into the upstairs bedroom. The upstairs bedroom to the left or to the right? The master bedroom? To the right, which is... So a smaller bedroom. The smaller bedroom. All right, let me okay. stop you for a second there. Steve, are you going to make any type of um, nope. defense to the bomb at the front door? Um, I mean, we weren't really going to use weapons, I thought, but is that just using as a distraction? It's a distraction. A distraction? It's more like a cherry bomb. I'll accept it. Okay. It's fine. So the, the trees are off to the side bedrooms. Yep. So um, he's so he's climbing up to the tree. We're we're gonna put pictures of these, like we said, on our show notes and on Instagram, so mm-hmm. people can visualize what's going on here. So all right, so he climbs up the tree and he swings into the top right bedroom, which is just like a regular bedroom, a guest Correct. bedroom, guest bedroom. Okay, fair enough. Go ahead. So you're breaking through the window, breaking through the window. Okay. So this house, they have a pet snake, 
And what they did was right, literally in that window. You can see that. That is the only. Let me check that. That is the only window I wrote that in. None of the other windows have that. Steve, Steve has written written the word snake and put a box around it because that is where the snake's like tank is right then and there. So you're gonna fall in now into the snake's cage, okay. whatever you want to call okay. it. So is it in a, is it you, in a tank? It's in a tank. Okay. Have you can. Have you given the fact that he has broken through the window? He's Yeah, that window he was able to break through. Okay, Indiana Jones, you have broken through the second floor bathroom, bedroom window. Yep. There is a snake in the room. How do you proceed? I look, I see it's in a tank, and I don't worry. But you're in the tank. You're inside I'm, the tank. I'm inside the tank? Yes. You fe- it's like the a, whole room is like a, a tank? It's right no, in front no, no, of the no. window. It's right in front of the window. So when you swung in, you broke through, you landed on the floor, but it was that's a, I put the tank specifically right there in front of that window. Mm, so now, I... So now you are inside a tank with a real snake this time. Not a hose, a real snake. What kind of snake? Is it important? Can, uh, you, can you clarify? It's probably a snake that you can own, so it can't be like a python. <laughs> uh, is, it, is it poisonous? No, it's not going to be poisonous. No. Okay, but that, he, he that doesn't know that, that, to be fair. That doesn't even matter. It's it just the matter. fact that it's a snake. He's very afraid of snakes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I really don't know. What's the rhyme? If it's black, you're okay, Jack. No, if it's, it's yellow. Uh, you're a dead fellow, right? It's like red touches black. Yeah, you're okay, Jack. Yes, red touches yellow. So it's probably going to be some kind of a, a garden, some kind of a garden snake. But I remember we had a garden snake in our backyard a couple summers ago, and it was at least eight feet long, and it was just black, and it was terrifying. And okay, I'm sure it wasn't this poisonous. Is, this is a big, scary snake. Yes. How but does Indiana Jones it's respond? What's he going to do? So, what is Indiana Jones known for? He has his fedora, and also he has a satchel. Okay. Right? Inside a satchel is a torch. He's brought a torch with him. Okay. Okay. He has a torch in his satchel. Well, he's then gonna. He, then he lights it. Is that again? How does he light it? With a, a lighter. So he's a lighter inside, also. Yes. Okay. And he what's, sends what's off being used for fuel? It, the cloth on the, on okay, the torch. Okay. So now it's, it's a torch covered in cloth. Yes. And he also has a lighter. Yes. So this is a big satchel that has like a torch in it. It's a small torch. This is a little small torch. It's like it's a like small a, torch. Okay. okay. It's like small a foot torch. long. Okay. It's a foot long. Okay. And he's able to fend off the snake enough to gain his balance and to get some composure. Just like in Raiders, when he's in the snake pit, and yes. he's using the torch. Yes. Okay. Um, now he's not going to be long enough that the torch is going to run out, so he's going to be fine. Okay. All right. So so we'll leave a little bit up to the viewers to decide if this is a successful tactic. But just for argument's sake, let's let's continue on. Okay, fair enough. All right, what's your next play? So you get out of the snake pit. Yes. And so I then make my way to the door. Okay, which I, right in front of the door has pine tar. Let me it. let me give a, a quick rundown of the layout of the of the house. So Dan has Indiana Jones has chosen to break into the second floor window on the guest bedroom. So he's actually very close to the goal, the the office room. Yep. He has a hallway in between and a couple doorways, so he's now approaching the bedroom doorway, and James Bond has placed some, what if you said pine tar? Pine tar. Pine tar right in front of the door. Okay. okay. Pine tar as in, like, just very sticky. Correct. So will I be able to move? Your shoes are going to get stuck. Okay, your shoes are stuck. Your shoes are stuck. So I won't be able to use my shoes anyway. Susie. Correct. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yep. This is a classic Home Alone 2 play, this, by this the way. This is a classic <laughs> Home Alone move. <laughs> Let's see where this leads. Um, so, I, I'm, I'm stuck. Your shoes are Your stuck. Your shoes are stuck. It's very sticky. Yes. So, I open the door, okay. take my, take my shoes off. Okay, fine. And step into the hallway. Okay. All right, you're in the hallway. You're very close to the goal. You are very yes. close. Now, what I do is, oh, shoot. Wait! 
Challenge! I meant to do this challenge when you first gained entry into the room. Okay. This happened right after you um, defeated the snake pit, if the viewers decide that that's something you could do. So you're in the room. You, ha- you have gotten past the, the snake chamber. You will now draw a challenge card and respond to it as Indiana Jones. Okay. So you've gone into the room. You're now drawing a card. I'm going to go with the number, th- the number three Okay, card. the cards are not numbered. Dan just picked a card randomly. <laughs> the third card in the row. <laughs> and what does it say? <clears throat> you are alone on a bridge with your estranged son. What do you say? Uh... So this is a classic reference to Star Wars The Force Awakens. Uh, <laughs> Harrison Ford has confronted his estranged son on the bridge. Can you mm. consider it a classic already? <laughs> it hasn't even been out a year yet. <laughs> I do. All right. So I say... Now, in this case, it's Shia LaBeouf. Correct. It's Mutt. I'm glad you're going to the family business. I don't know. <laughs> so you're maintaining that your son is, you know, totally fine on his current path. Mm-hmm. You're not going to, you know... Make any arguments to change his views on the world. Um, he's an archaeologist. Wants to be like his dad. He's not um, an archaeologist. He dropped out of school. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen Crystal Skull in a long time. Uh, <laughs> well, was dropped out of school. He's not. He was. He dropped out of school. He was really good with a knife, be, or a knife and a sword because he went to some private school. Okay. But all he wants to do it's is ride motorcycles. Hmm. This is gonna be a long episode. Yes, it is, which is fine. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, we just have to, we might have to worry about dinner in a little bit, but we'll, we'll wait that happen. Hmm. Got some I'm, I'm on my phone out. with me, so if we get a text from somebody, just make sure we'll um, we'll, we'll cross that yeah, bridge. We, we, yeah, exactly. All so, right, so that's what you say. I say then, knowing the information that I know now, that um, I I think you are not doing anything you should with your life. I think you should find a passion, maybe archaeology, and then bring him along the a lot of money in archaeology. So you're being so much money classic tough dad advice. Yes. You know, get your life on track. Yes. Okay. Me not having a son, so really have a lot of experience. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Sorry. All right. Continue. So, right. so you're walking in the hallway. So your shoes got stuck in the pine tar. You've taken your shoes off. You've you've made it to the hallway. Yes. So, um, I then reach back and try to pull the shoes off the pine tar. Okay. Does okay. it work? Well, um, just take a a twenty sided die and roll. It. <laughs> I was just gonna roll, say if you roll a seventeen, if you roll a, a twelve or higher, <laughs> we do not have a dice. We don't have any die. I'm going to say no. Your shoes are stuck. Let's... Oh, well, of course you'd want his shoes to be stuck. How about this? To be fair, one of your shoes is stuck. You've been able to pry off one of your shoes. Okay. Your, Which shoe? Your right shoe you have retrieved. Your okay. left shoe is stuck. You have to leave it. I put my right shoe on. Okay. okay. And then start making my way down the hallway, um, Which bouncing on, on my right foot. On your right foot? Okay. It was a grease hardwood floor. Oh no! You shouldn't have been bouncing. <laughs> so. He slips. He slips like comically, <laughs> like like in the air. Like his feet kind of do that thing where like, and, and they're like they're like flopping in the air. He falls on his butt and he slides to. He slides down the hallway into the other room to the master bedroom master door. Bedroom door. Does he go through the door? Is the door shut? The door at that time is open. Okay, so he, he he roughly falls around the doorway. Okay, into He's, the room. He though. has enough for momentum to be kind of right on the doorway threshold. Okay. That room also had pine tar in front of, <laughs> <laughs> okay. in front of the door. Oh, no. So now your butt, it seems, is stuck so on the your, pine tar. Your butt is stuck, and your your feet that are on the floor are also stuck. Uh, I use my whip, Okay, which is in my satchel, Okay, to um, pull... 
my body off of it. And what are you whipping? I'm against whipping the... against the the bed posts. So you're moving more in towards the room. Yes. Okay. Okay. Fine with that. Okay. Okay. And then um, now jump over the pine tar. So you're moving back now into so the hallway. You're still going. The hallway. Okay. Yes. Okay. So you're still on this grease hardwood floor though. So you're jumping over the pine so, tar. I will jumping. say. At this point, you've lost your other shoe because yes. that's stuck. Okay, you're now so shoeless. Now, so now you're jumping. And I, I sock, sock slide. You sock slide mm-hmm. back into the other room now, because you're jumping over the pine tar onto the grease hardwood floor. Why don't you just take your time at this point? Just do, let's do just baby back steps. and forth, back and forth. <laughs> well, well, I gotta jump over the pine tar. Yeah, you do have to get past the pine tar. Or at this point, I can just take off my. I just have my socks stay there. And, and now that you're ready for the pine tar, you can probably, like, you know, be grab onto the doorknob. Mm, mm. So, so I make my way on the... So I'm willing the, to say you're now outside the door of the office, which is your ultimate goal. Yes. Without any shoes. Yes. And your butt is a little sore from falling on your butt. And now you're trying <laughs> to gain entry. You're trying to gain entry into the office. Okay. I made my way into the office. Okay, door was cracked. Door was open. cracked. Cracked open, yes. Interesting. Ooh. There was a paint can. Sitting on top of the door. Oh, oh no! Classic Home Alone two <laughs> paint see can. Right there it says paint can. Right? You see it? Right it there? does. It paint does can. say paint can. You open it, paint can. Knocked you. You got noggin. knocked on the head with the paint can. Am I conscious? You're. So, you, so what are your feelings of Indiana Jones being knocked on the head? How's he? Is there is there evidence of how he takes blows to the head? Yes. So Raiders of the Lost Ark, when he's having this fight in front of the guy in front of the the, the plane at the end mm-hmm. of the movie. Constant blows to the head. You also have con- okay. Okay. Right. constant okay. blows to the head. And he's able to, um, though a little stumbly, able to regain his um, balance and, you know, go at, right back at him. So I'm thinking that he's going to be fine. Okay, in fairness, Indiana Jones can take a lot of blows to the head. A lot of blows. So he's he's conscious. He's a little woozy. Okay. It may affect his his uh, decisions in the future. Okay. But you're, you're still up. All right. Um, okay. Now, where in this room is the painting? So, um, real quick layout of the room. So, immediately to the left of the doorway is a small sofa. Immediately to the right is a plant. Um, straight ahead is a desk with a chair. The chair is a rolly chair. Okay. It was in, Nicole wanted me to point this out because she was she said, "quote The rolly chair may be important." Mm. The painting. Did we put the painting in the? I think we put the painting, but it might not show up in the two D view. No, it didn't show in the the three D either. Okay, the the painting is on the left wall, like next to the sofa. Okay, like next to the sofa. Okay, because um, yeah, it's, it's blocking both both times. Okay, so it might not. Have, I don't know how it showed up in the printout, but that's I think where we tried to put the painting. So so, so in this room, I just want to let you know. In yes. this room, I have it look. I, I decorated it in a way that it looks like a great collections room. A lot of books, a lot of paintings, a lot of artifacts, a lot of antiques, that when someone like Indiana Jones would walk in there, he would be automatically interested. Mm. He's like, oh my gosh, look at that book. Oh my god, I never saw that before. Like, wow, that antique, that's great, that's great, that's great. And right there sitting on the desk is an idol. An idol he's never seen before. An idol that intrigues him, if you will. He wants this idol. Mm. Correct? Correct. Is Indiana Jones. So, Indiana Jones, I'm going to say, and Judge can decide, I'm going to say he becomes entranced by this idol and he wants it. Well, I'll, I'll leave that up to the Don't attacker. you think, as Indiana Jones, like the person in, that he in, is... In character, would he be attracted to an artifact um, of significant historical importance I think the if main, placed in the room? The fact that Indiana Jones is going into somewhere and stealing something, that if he sees an idol, he will want to get the idol. I disagree. Last Crusade, 
Well, I mean, I mean, you mean that idol? That idol? You mean? I'm saying what you're saying. Oh, I thought you meant he was going to go he, for the. Pain. He seems to be agreeing with you that you've okay. replaced. I, you've placed an item of historical significance okay. on the table. It needs to be in museum. I'm sorry, he's, he's going to be. I thought you were saying that he would go. F- he would ignore that and go for his mission, like what he was in there to do. He might think that's the idol that he has to go for. Oh, okay, that's right. a good fair point. Enough. That's yeah. a fair okay, point. That's what I thought you were trying to say. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm taking a step back, saying, "Got you. You got to go got back." You. Okay, so he becomes entranced by this idol. Yes. Right. Yes. So, wait. Challenge. You, challenge you have to draw your second challenge card and respond. <clears throat> I can't read your handwriting. I'm strapped, sorry. Strapped to table. You've been strapped to a table by a Bond villain. A laser is about to cut you in half. How can Indiana Jones escape? He reaches into a satchel and pulls the whip. Okay. And then then whips his way. Whips the laser out of the way. Okay. So the, that he cuts off. The strap. Wait. So the laser oh, he then... whips the laser into view of the strap? And then the strap then is cut. So you I will away. say that is so far-fetched that it's perfect for an Indiana Jones. Yes. Movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue. So he starts going towards this idol. Now, he knows that the idols are probably a, 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 like a hoax. Maybe, maybe not. So he thinks, okay, well, it might be booby-trapped because he's, he's seen a lot of idols before and he's seen a lot of booby-traps. That is true. Right. So knowing this... He has something of, of equal weight in his satchel. Fair enough. And he reaches into his satchel and tries to play that game. Like, okay, do I do I like slowly right. slowly like put Raiders it on? Like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. Great scene. Right. Great scene, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, the best scene. Iconic. The best scene. Bigly compared to maybe the airplane <laughs> fight scene. Ooh, from Raiders. Scene. From Raiders as from well. Raiders, yes. which I just talked about re- earlier on when the guy was hit him. Anyway, um, so uh, the guy. He, the Hindi would slowly transition this object of equal weight to pull the idol off. Okay. All right, so you have the item in so your hand. So now I have the item in the hand. Awesome. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate you doing that. Okay? So what Uh-oh. this is, and Chris, you can vouch for me, this is an ammonium idol. Okay? So what James Bond is going to do, James Bond comes in behind Indiana Jones, takes the idol, shoves it in Indiana Jones' face, which is full of ammonium, knocks him out. Real quick clarification. Where was James, was James Bond hiding in this room? James Bond was like lurking around upstairs, like waiting for him to like lure into his. So trap. you had to come in the front door, to. No, well, James Bond has been in this house. I thought the whole time. Yes, never, agreed. Ja- Fair point. Right. So I'm just clear. I'm just clarifying. You had to come in through the door of this room. Yes, James Bond came through through the door of this room. Right? Okay. okay. Quietly, like James Bond has done. Skyfall, perfect example. He's on that that. Um, Glass room. I mean, James Bond is a trained assassin. He's yes. coming room. So he comes in right behind you. You're looking at the idol. You're like, oh my god, it's right in front of your face. You're looking at this great idol, and he takes it and smashes it in your face. Ammonium knocks you out. You grab Do it. You, you picked have it up. a response, India. Will a idol be able to be made out of ammonium? Well, it's not like like liquid ammonium made into an idol. Like that was like the decoy inside of the uh, the idol. Like you know, it has like an ammonium rag. Like the idol like falls apart and it's just a rag. Full of but ammonium. isn't the whole thing that has to be like be able to suffocate your whole? What's that? It has to suffocate your whole, like, like not Right, the idol breaks, and it's like a rag of ammonium right on your face. I'm finding, I'm finding this a little hard to believe. But, for this, the, the sense of the podcast, maybe I'll, please go, please I'll go. continue. Okay, so I am now unconscious. Okay. And James Bond has control of your body. What you're going to contend the fact that you've gone unconscious? I don't. I don't know what else to you, say. You both have classic hero movie characters that, when faced with adversity, like an ammonium rag held against their face, 
they can somehow get out of it. Well, usually James Bond. Let's, I'll talk about James Bond because James Bond has a lot more experience of this. Usually he goes out. They come back to. He has like say with Spectre, he has a drill to his head and a drill and a drill and he finds a way with his watch. Yeah. Or so he, what's James Bond gonna do? Or what's Indiana Jones gonna do? So what what have you done with the unconscious Indiana Jones? So I'm gonna take him out of the house. <laughs> I mean that's what that I mean you're the judge master so you'll make that call. But as a person who's trying to stop somebody from a home invasion, <laughs> I will take them out of the house. Let's let's hear Especially it. Especially since he's dressed as a FedEx delivery guy. Amazon. Amazon. Amazon excuse, I didn't know Amazon had their own delivery. They service, don't. By they the have way. people. That they have drones. Okay. I would take him out of my house. Could you imagine if you walked into your house and there was a UPS driver there? <laughs> I would just take him out. Let's hear the in-character con- rebuttal. Has James Bond ever taken a, a character a prisoner? You mean Indiana Jones? Uh, well, no, James Bond. Oh, James Bond. You've taken Indiana Jones. Okay. Prisoner. Has James Bond ever taken a prisoner? He usually just kills them. He usually just kills. I'm not taking him prisoner. I'm just trying <laughs> to get him out of my house. You're just moving him out of the I just house. Want him to leave. All, all right, so so this is an interesting point in, yeah. in the in the debate. So if if the viewer believes that 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 Indiana Jones could be tricked and incapacitated by James Bond, James Bond would remove him from the house. So so I'll leave this up to you. Would you like to argue that you've been incapacitated and you're now going to somehow see I, I come back, or would you like to say okay I something some alternate scenario? I still feel like this ammonium item is pretty pretty bad. Okay, so you would like to argue from the perspective that this didn't work. Something like that? Is that fair? I, I mean, think about it. You have to have probably like, like a rag. I'm not like I know from experience, but you probably have, have some kind of like way to like suffocate them and also have them smell the ammonia. Right, pushing right against your face. Okay, so how about this? For argument's sake, there is a possibility, up to the viewer, that the idol has broken, the ammonium rag has has incapacitated Indiana Jones, and James Bond drug him out of the house. There is also a possibility that his plan didn't quite work, that the the idol didn't break. Maybe he's just holding a metal statue above his, into his face, and Indiana Jones is totally fine. And Indiana Jones is like, why is he holding an idol to my face? Okay, so... That is possible. We have the viewer decide. So yeah, that'll be part of the part of the vote. And okay. would you like to continue from that perspective? So if I'm if I'm pulled out of the house, I lose. Okay. If the idol does not break and I do not get incapacitated, then it comes a fist fight. Okay. Indiana Jones is very resourceful. Um, when faced with a guy that is, you know, twice three times the size, like in Raiders of the Lost Ark, when fighting in front of the plane. Yep. He's able to use anything in front of him, anything beyond, around him, to his advantage. And some admittedly cheap tactics, to be oh, fair. Oh, of course. He's, he is not he, playing he, for... He goes for the nut shot. He throws sand. Yep, Sand. Yep. Um, Rocks in Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything he can, he will. Um, he is not a trained fighter. He is more just going there so that he can survive the next day. Okay. Okay, so, so that is a possibility. All right. So we'll okay. have to, you know... I mean, yeah, that, that's... You know, they're fighting. Yes. James Bond versus Indiana Jones, that's a fight for another day, too. Do you, do you have any... Okay. James Bond, do you have any sp- special tactics you'd use against Indiana Jones? I mean, James Bond is pretty gritty, so he would just probably just bare-knuckle fight so him. It's, it's just a fist death. point at this point. At, at this point, it's a fist fight. So really. up to the viewer to decide what would who wins there. a fist fight, Indiana Jones versus James Bond. Right. Okay. So there's a possibility James Bond wins. There's a possibility Indiana Jones wins. Right. Indiana Jones, if you've won, If I've won, then I can break into the safe, no problem. Indiana Jones is known... For breaking into places, do you um, do you have any examples where you've broken into a safe from the movies? Into a safe? 
or into any type of, um, you know, um, it doesn't have to be a safe, but is there any type of, like... So he's known to break into places. So he's known to, um, and, um, I'm trying to think of an example. So in Last Crusade, when he's trying to get into, um, the, he's kind of happens upon places, but in this place he's actually breaking into. So he can, um... Breaking the code, use the code. There's something. Some he can find a way. Okay. Um, I don't know if I can find an exact example right away that he can use. I can okay. Use, but that's fair. Indiana so, Jones is a smart, intelligent man. He's a professor of uh, archaeology at a college. Um, he, he he's good. So is I, it, go ahead. Sorry, did you have? I was, I was just gonna say. My next question is: What's his plan to get out of the house from there? Whip his way out of the. They'll use the window to whip out. Super glued. Wait, can you clarify on super glued? How have you I, super glued a window? I super glued the window shut. Okay. Okay. The window is shut now. The window is shut and super glued shut. Okay. And I also super glued the sides of it. So okay. he jumps through the window and whips Do you the have a way to break the window? Just jumping through. So you're just going to, with sheer force of physical power, break the window? Mm hmm. Okay. I've never personally tried to break a window by kicking it or punching it. What are you going to, what are you going to, you say you're going to whip your way through? To a tree. To, to be fair, how are you going to get through it? To be fair to the listener, you you don't have shoes at this point. So if you're going to kick it, you're kicking it with your socked feet. It's, it's more of a shoulder thing. Okay, so, so he's doing a shoulder, a shoulder charge at a window. Shoulder charge at a window mm -hmm. that has been super glued, shut. Okay, I, I don't know enough to personally it. say if this is possible, but this is something we okay, can, we so can now, so Or he uses this false idol to throw okay, right maybe through. he bashes the ammonium idol into mm -hmm. the window. Okay. And then you can then jump and whip the tree, which is in reach, which okay. is in reach. I will, I will say that is fair. The tree is within view of the window. Yeah. And slowly get there, and then jump to the Amazon okay. delivery truck. Now, just remember, so you're on the first floor, you're on the ground now. There's mm -hmm. also garden hoses all around you still, so you might still be freaked out. <laughs> at this point, it's probably dark, because you've probably been going at this for about 20 I, minutes. I, I, fair, imagine fair that, point. I imagine that he remembers the garden hoses are there. Perhaps. Yeah, but you you did break in at dusk, so fair point. It is probably dark at this point, and then you're going to run around the house mm -hmm. the whole time. There are still garden hoses all around, so you're still going to be probably be scared. And then you get back in your delivery truck mm -hmm. and continue on your merry way. Yes. So then comes okay. like comes the question of um, will this ammonium idol work? And in a fist of fight, in a fist of cuffs, who will win? Indiana Jones, James Bond. True. These are very valid points. That this Which is ironic because you think of a podcast called "Who Would Win." We would we would analyze if Indiana Jones or James Bond would win in a fist fight. To, to be fair, we're talking about two iconic movie characters that always win the fights they're in. This yeah, true. that always find a way. So, like, I mean, really, you could argue for days about what movie trope would allow you to win the fight. But mm -hmm. like, I think this is something we'll leave up to the voters. Like James Bond versus Indiana Jones. Like, yeah, he he made a fair argument. Um. He, he laid out laid out his escape plan. Do you have anything else you want I, to put in? I remember we just have questions like, what else do you have in your house? Or should well, we? That, or should that we, is a good point. I I, I, I did want to ask this first like, after mine. Do you want to? you want to talk about this at the end, or do you want to talk about this now? We can talk about it now since. since All right. We're so here. I have everything any, written down. Any traps? Something that nothing I will add to my house. Sure. Or we're not written out. That's fine. Any traps you've placed in your house to to you know rebuff. Uh, Indiana Jones. So in the front front door, I had pine tar. Also, okay, okay you, you used a lot of pine tar. I did use. Those are the only three instances I used pine tar. Really? And I was and I was doing that in hopes of you also losing your shoes. Okay. And then past the front doors, past the the, the 
was it called? The, the foyer. The foyer, or whatever you want to call it. I, had, I called it a patio. I had a, a pet shock mat. I don't know if you've ever heard of these. these Never are, heard of it. These are true. These are 100% You're gonna true. You're going to have to explain this to our So listeners. what it is is a mat that you can put, you'll put on something so your pet stops going on it or go, stops going through it, and it hmm. actually issues a small amount of shock. But you can adjust the shock level. <laughs> this is this is one hundred percent true. You can buy it for fifty dollars on Amazon. And like, what well, people, he is an Amazon delivery. <laughs> there you go. Like what you like, what people will do, they'll put it on their furniture, right? And if their dog jumps on it or their cat, it'll shock them, and then they'll run off of it. And it teaches them to stop doing that. What? So one of my friends from school, they had this in front of their doorway because they wanted to stop their cats from trying to get to the door and run out. So they would tr- always get shocked when they were trying to leave. And I remember the first thing I do whenever I enter someone's house, I always take my shoes off. Mm-hmm. And I remember I took my shoes off and then I walked <laughs> in and I was like, what the heck? And I got shocked. So I was like, oh, this would be a really cool bat- like, <laughs> defense mechanism. So I had that at the at the, at the the front door. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had some marbles around. <laughs> like, uh, Always useful. Too. Just like home. Thank you for trying true to the source material. I left the stove on. So if you came in through the stove window, you'd get burnt. I also had boiling water in the in the, in the the kitchen. So if you came through the the... the faucet window you'd also jump into boiling water there was a window above the sink this is true um i also so in skyfall they have the light bulb nails i don't know if you remember this or not but they they pretty much have like bagged nails in the light bulb similar to like a shotgun shell yeah yeah and when they turn the switch on it explodes like shrapnel everywhere shrapnel exactly so i did have that in the living room just as like a backup plan i wasn't trying to kill you but i was just trying to weaken you a little bit so that was oh and then in true james bond fashion or in Indiana Jones fashion, excuse me. I have bowling balls waiting at the top of the stairwell for you. So if you try going up, these giant bowling ball boulders are going to roll down, oh, and you're going to have to run away from them. So you did bypass the stairwell, right? By you did get, yeah. yes. You started on the second floor. Which you did get that. Fair, good, you know, good strategy. So uh, same thing. I have the pet shocker in the bottom right hand bedroom up top, and then mm. also in the bottom in the master bedroom, but in the left bottom left hand window. In the top left hand window in the master bedroom, I have buckets of water. Um, hooked up with an electrical cord. So if you, if you jumped in there, you would have gotten electrocuted. And then also the bathroom up on the top floor. Uh, if you went through there, you would have gotten to the door, which was super glued. And then if you tried like busting through it, I would have had the couch in the way from the master bedroom, so you would not have been able to bust through it. Hmm. So then as a backup plan, if you were trying to get down, um, I was going to have an electric... Um, curtain rod there so if you tried to whip your way down you would have gotten electrocuted not only because it's leather but because you were wet because of the sprinklers which have been on since the beginning of our fight so, so that, those are some great defenses those are all the defenses thank you for sharing them now I feel like mine are a little more intense than yours oh boy oh we'll see I think you each tried to say fair to the um, you tried to stay fair to the source material yeah. so we're now going to switch places we're going to have James Bond uh, invade the house of Indiana Jones, and we're gonna see we're gonna see what happens. I am ready to go. Let's All right, let's do it. All right. <clears throat> so I'm gonna start the same way Dan did. Dan's coming up through the front of the house. I'm gonna go up through the front of the house as well. Now, is there anything I should be aware of as I'm approaching the house? Wait, are you an Amazon delivery man? I am not an Amazon delivery man. Can you just just rough overview of your clothing? Uh, I am James Bond. James Bond is usually wearing some kind of a tuxedo. I'd say he's not in a full tuxedo. Probably has a jacket on, dress shirt, dress pants, dress shoes. Thank you. No problem. Proceed. Can you give any example like where he like uh, okay well, Casino Royale scene? I mean, he wears a tuxedo in every James Bond movie. So I mean, he looks really good in all of them. 
because he's Daniel Craig. Okay. So. All right. So so there's nothing. I shouldn't be worried about anything. Nothing. All right. Then it's I'm a gonna, no, normal I'm, house. All right. I'm gonna start with my attack then. Okay. So Daniel Craig is now now that he knows that there's nothing in the way, he's going to start sprinting towards the front of the house. Okay. All out sprint. Okay. Okay. If you remember in the beginning of Casino Royale, do you remember how the beginning of Casino Royale starts out? The um, snake fight. The snake fight, which leads into a a chase. Chase. Which kind of chase? Parkour. That's right. James Bond is experienced in parkour. So what he's going to do? He's going to come. He's going to come sprinting at the house, mm-hmm. right? And he's going to start parkouring up the front right side of the house, going up to the second floor by so, and he's going to attempt to go through that window on the second floor, bottom right hand corner. What? How is he getting up onto the roof? He's not going on top of the roof. He's going into the bedroom window. He's parkouring up the, up the wall. How was he pulling this up on? Uh, drainage pipe. There's a drainage pipe there? Doesn't say there's not. I'm sure there's a drainage pipe there. It doesn't say there's not is correct, so I mean, I think we have to go with this. There's most likely a drainage pipe. How else is the water going to come down? Um, on the side. Okay, that's the side of the house. I mean, there's no law that says where a drainage pipe has to be. No, but then you get it's a far, far jump from the back of the window. He's James Bond, so he's climbing up and he's <clears> going to try to kick through that window. What do you got? He's going to be. He's going to have enough momentum to kick. He's I mean, he's climbing up. He's climbing up. He gets up there and he like swings out and boom, kicks through the window. Hey, it's your it's your uh, it's your invasion. That's right. So I thought that was almost impossible to get to that that room without having anything. So I didn't have anything in that room. Wow. Yeah. I rolled a dice and I rolled a 20. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Are you going to pull out... Without anything to keep him from getting in the room, I think we have to say, if the viewer thinks James Bond can scale a two-story building and kick his way through a second-floor window... With the window nowhere near anything that would make sense. It's on the second floor. Look at the right. window. The window's in the middle. It's like It's, it's, right, it's right there. It's right there. It's it's right there. If there's a drainage pipe, like we established that there is, if he's well, parkouring, you you he established he, he parkour for like twenty minutes in the beginning of that movie. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? This is like you're. Am I ju- wrong? You're, no. Okay. You're not thank wrong. you. That's all I wanted to hear. But you're 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 jumping to something that literally doesn't make sense. No, he's James I, Bond. I don't know if it's possible either. I think it's a bit of a stretch. I'm I'm going off of what he was able to do. What if what if I were to say in the movie he did a whole bunch of parkour stuff? I I'm not debating that, but he also had a lot more props. He had like a whole construction site in the mm-hmm. movie. Okay. So what if I'm just throwing this out there for a debate? Go right ahead. He failed to garner the necessary momentum to kick through a second floor window, okay. and he had to settle for a first floor window. So, but then he didn't even climb up. Right. There wasn't enough stuff to climb. Is that is you want? Would you like? Would you be interested in going with that scenario? I mean, my whole part of the argument is that he was able to parkour up to the second floor window and kick through it. That's your call. You're the. You're the All right. I, I don't want to make a call. I would like to leave this up to the viewer with with the caveat that that does seem difficult. Okay. And if you're both in agreement with that, we can continue. I mean, Dan doesn't have anything in defense, so I mean, I just don't want to. Well, luckily, get into the house. You do have a challenge. Oh. 
Choose your card random. Wait, are you so doing we're going to the second floor? That's happening? I think so. I mean, okay. that's what he chose to, to magically parkour up to. Okay. Alright. Alright. You are stuck in a trash compactor. <laughs> Uh-oh! What the does, old second floor trash compactor. So what does James Bond do if he's stuck in a trash compactor? Mm-hmm. Okay. The walls are closing in. The walls are closing in? From both sides. From both sides. Okay. And it's just going to keep on smashing? Yeah, you will be crushed if you cannot figure out how to escape. Okay, I'm just going to go out the window. Okay, that's a good That's good thinking. Yeah. All right, you survive. Cool. You're now outside the house. All right, easy enough. So now I can't car, pa- car pour back. Or, I mean, I could, but at this point, it's I have to run all the way back. I have to run back yeah, and go that. up. At that point, it's taking too much time. So I'll say I'll go. I, might, I mean, I'm there, so I might as well just go through that first floor window in the same exact spot. Into the living room. Into the living room on the first floor, correct. Right on top of that couch. Okay. Okay, so t- hit me with your best shot. So, um, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh-huh. um, the very beginning, the very first part, Yeah. Um, when they see the uh, idol yeah. in the distance, yeah. do you know what the room was filled with? Yeah, it's filled with uh, poison darts. Yes. Yeah. That you step on a place, Correct. and darts will shoot at you. Correct. So I jerry-rigged the room, so okay. that if you step on certain tiles, okay. they will shoot darts at you. Okay. Okay, fair enough. So that's, that's the room. So still. just in the living room? Just in the living room. Okay. So I'm on the couch right now, mm-hmm. so I would just jump to the other couch. Okay. And then I would just jump into the dining room. Would James Bond be prepared for that to happen? Like, I mean, he told you that. Like, is that what James Bond would have done? Well, he just told me that, so knowing that, Yes. Uh, James Bond, James Bond probably would have stepped down, and then one would have flown out, and it would have either hit him or went right by him or something like that. Because like even Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, he had to test him first, and it almost hit him. If he didn't have that torch. that wooden torch right there, he would have gotten right in the face with a with a poison dart. Mm-hmm. So, so he could have done the exact same thing where he you know put his foot down, either went by him, skimmed him, something along those lines. Maybe hit his shoe, didn't go all the way through. And then he'd be like, oh my gosh, like, I can't do this. And then he would just go onto the couch, and then he'd probably jump around. He might even take the table that's in the middle and, like, throw it to see if it could land on something to make any more come That is a, well. a fair point. By the rules of hero physics, he probably would luckily dodge the first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or take a non-life-threatening wound. Exactly. Just kind of, like, graze the suit. Exactly. And then the James Bond theme song would play, da, da, and he would da, da. jump across. Hopefully we don't get copyright infringement for doing that. Oh, yeah. I, you, no, I think you're fine. All right, good. Good. All right, so now I'm going to say I'm in the living room. Okay. Or, I mean, I'm in the, uh, the, dining, room. the dining room. The okay. dining room, there is nothing but oddly placed spikes in the middle of the floor. In the dining room? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm just going to walk around the spikes and okay. walk through. Okay. And just kind of go up the stairs. Hmm. Into the foyer. Not uh, into the foyer. I'm just going to go up and up the stairs. Well, the stairs starts in the foyer. So oh, I go. thought we said the foyer was that landing in the beginning. You can walk through the foyer. Oh, okay. Like the, oh, that's We're the calling the, the entryway the patio. Okay, that's yes. the patio. Okay, fair enough. All right, so, so I'm going to the foyer. What do you got in the foyer there, Dr. So Jones? So in the foyer. Uh-huh. Um, now, in the last crusade, uh-huh. there was three challenges. challenges until you got to the night. Okay. First challenge uh-huh. was the... Um, Penitent Man. Yes, it's called the Breath of God. Yes. So you just saw all this random moss and spiderwebs mm-hmm. 
in the middle of the foyer mm-hmm. and you start making your way through there and then out of nowhere you see a um, a blade coming at you and then a blade coming from under the floor mm-hmm. so that's that's what's happening in the middle of the okay. floor I mean, India. I mean, uh, James Bond has super quick reflexes, so I'm sure if he saw it coming, he would duck real quick and then mm. see the next one coming and roll. Um, so he would be able to get through it that way. If I knew that this was going to happen, I might not even just say go through the foyer. I might just try going another way up there at this point because it seems kind of crazy. But I'll continue going. So if you saw the the, the moss, you might be like, okay, too crazy. Yeah, I'd be like, obviously something's going to happen because there's no reason why a house should have moss in it and all these spider webs unless it's like um Jumanji or something like that <laughs> okay so what do you decide um I don't know I'm kind of torn because I know that there's definitely going to be booby traps on the stairs as well um I mean I could go back outside and try attempting to uh, climb a tree and jump through that way it's another uh possibility um I don't know I'm kind of torn right now you know what? Screw the stairs. Stairs are definitely stairs are definitely booby trapped. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn around. I'm gonna walk back in to the living room or to the uh, dining room where there are spikes. I'll watch out for the spikes. Random spikes. Random spikes. I'm gonna bust through a window in the kitchen or uh, in the dining room. In the dining room. Okay. Get outside. So now I'm outside. I'm gonna climb the tree in the upper left. Upper left. Upper left. Okay. I'm gonna Going climb the tree. into. And then I'm going to climb the tree, and then I'm going to jump into the window into the master bedroom. Okay. Okay. What do you got? So in the master bedroom, uh-huh. there's a beautiful woman in bed. Oh, very call, nice. Calling for you. Is Uh-oh. she? Oh. That's fine. And does she know the layout of this house? You don't know this. Okay. It's a beautiful woman in bed. Okay. So I'm going to do what Daniel Craig's James Bond does best. He's going to sleep with this woman until he gets the information that he needs. Because that's what Daniel Craig's Bond is perfect for. He's not a womanizer. He does not just sleep with women. He sleeps with women that he wants to get information out of. Perfect example. Casino Royale, he's sleeping with that guy's wife that he, like, kills in a little bit. And, like, the moment he finds out that he's heading to the Miami airport, she gets up, orders her some caviar, and then leaves. Like, he like he has a perfect opportunity to sleep with her. And he's like, nope, not doing that. I have a mission. So if he was able to sleep with her and was able to get some kind of information about the layout of this room, of the of the house, of what um, you know, tasks or whatever traps are laying ahead, he would able to be able to get that out of her. The moment he does, he's like, done. Forget it. I'm done with you. I'm going to continue doing what I have to do. So that's what I'm arguing. If, if, if she has nothing, he's going to say it's not even worth my time. Not even worth my time. You don't know this going either way beforehand. Right. He'll probably do a little foreplay for like, I don't know, a minute or so. Try to see what he can get out of her, <laughs> yeah. and then after that, he's uh, he's gonna go on his on his merry way. So I'm gonna say he slept with her for about a minute and couldn't get anything out of her. So he said, "Not worth my time." So he's gonna start walking towards the door. Interesting. She yeah. had information, but well, I, I didn't. I don't know. I don't know what that information could have been. Okay. So you make your way into into. I'm gonna open the door very slowly. Okay. Very carefully, making sure there's no paint, can't paint cans falling or anything like that, or any marbles or greasy floors. I open the door, and I'm looking at the hallway. Okay. And now I see the hallway. Now, in the hallway, if you remember Last Crusade, the second task. Okay. Second task was the Word of God. Okay. Which you had to spell out something in the tiles. Okay. To be able to get past somewhere. Okay. 
And should I tell him what is spelled out? I no? think you should give him a clue. Mm. I don't need a clue. You don't need a clue. You, nope. need, you need a clue. No, I don't. You need a clue. I do not need a clue. Okay. I promise you, I do not. I so, do not need a clue. So, written something is the only way you get through to the to the room. Okay. So let me just say this: if this was really Indiana Jones' house, this would be the most dumb house in like the history of the world. Very inconvenient for him. Like, yeah. if you have to spell every time you have to leave your bedroom, like, mm-hmm. forget about it. All right. Well, he so, jerked it for you. This is fine because I actually, I, I've actually thought of this scenario. Like, if I was Indiana Jones in Last Crusade and mm-hmm. I didn't know what the word was, like, what would I do okay. to get across? So, if you remember in Last Crusade, the the correct letters were being held up by like pillars. Okay. So, meaning the incorrect ones, you would just fall right through. Yes. Right. So, James Bond, he's a strong man. What he would do is. He would take some of the furniture in the bedroom and he would just throw it into the hallway and they're heavy enough that they would, if they're correct on the right letters, they would stay there or not, they would just fall through. Wouldn't it take everything down with it? Say that again? Wouldn't it take everything else down with it? No, the correct ones would stay up. Because the whole point, if it can hold up the, the weight of a man, it would do the, it would be fine holding up the furniture. I, ha- I have to say, I feel like that would work because in Indiana Jones, in The Last Crusade, he picked the wrong letter and fell through. Exactly. And pulled himself up because, like, the right ones don't fall down. But exactly. The right ones. The right ones do not fall down because they have a pillar underneath. Think it. of physics. You have you have a you have something here. It's taking this out, and it's going to take the, the pillar out with it. No, the pillar didn't fall though. That's the whole point of it. That's you how he's be throwing a bed. No, because it's supporting the weight. If it can support the weight of Indiana Jones, it's most likely going to support the weight of like a small armchair or a small bedside table or a plant. All right. You have this something. So yeah. Dan is recreating. He's using a lot of visuals. I'm trying to use visuals because right this is not making sense to how he's saying this. If you have something that's going to hit the pillar sideways, because the bed's going to land, it's going to land go, on top, go, right. go through. Right, whichever ones do not support it, it's going to go through that way or go through that way or whatnot. So it is not going to go straight down. So, it's going to go down to the side. Right. So if it doesn't go straight down, you know that that letter is one of the correct letters. And that's all he's trying to find. He doesn't care what it spells. He's just trying to find which ones will hold him up so he can get through. I see what you're saying. I agree. The the like the uh, angle of of attack may affect the strength of the pillar. I feel like this one's going to have to be left up to the voter. Okay. I mean, I feel like it is possible that this could work. Interesting. Just well, out of cur- just out of curiosity, what was it spelling? Misogynist. <laughs> that's a lot of letters. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because. You just slept with a woman for one minute and said, Meh, I don't need you anymore. Because I'm misogynist. Because I have a mission. It's my job. I'm completing a goal. Yet you still slept with the woman for a minute. Well, I mean, you know, for a minute, right? Yeah, but, you know, what, what can really happen in a minute? <laughs> misogynist. All right. Anyway. So, he, so I'm, I'm so ma- miraculously I'm, made your way through. Miraculously, damn! I had this planned out. I knew he what I was threw doing. all the furniture at the he floor. Threw the furniture at the floor, and whichever ones would be supported by the correct pillars, because mm-hmm. those are the correct letters, they would stay up. Okay. All right. So now I'm outside the door to the entrance room. Okay. I'm gonna same thing. Slowly open it. Okay. Anything happen? Um. No. This is a random beam of light in the room. Oh, okay. Well, obviously, I can't go through the light because then, like, a spike is going to come through and, like, like, whatever, like, attack me. So what I'll do is I'll... One of the things that I put on top of the letters are still there. One of them can most likely be a chair, the armoire chair. Not the armoire chair, the... What's that chair called? The, um... Recliner. The recliner, thank you. And um, I'm going to take the pillow from it. I'm going to put it in the light. <clears throat> 
Thing's gonna come Challenge through. card! Alright. The final challenge. Oh boy. Oh boy. Surprise Nazi. Oh no! <laughs> There's a surprise Nazi in the room. Okay, so he's inside the room? He is within... He, or is he, he like has, next to me in the hallway? He has attacked you from some direction. From some direction? Yes. Perfect. That, that makes it e- even easier. I'm going to take the Nazi, I'm going to put him in the light, and the thing's <laughs> going to come through and stab the Nazi. That's easier than using the pillowcase. I don't know. <laughs> is, is that possible? It's, it's possible. Are you saying that the Nazi should live, Dan? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Go ahead, Dan. Do you think the Nazi should stay alive? Are you saying that the Nazi's a good person, Dan? Go ahead, Dan. Okay, misogynist. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, so the, your trap went through. Didn't hurt me. Hurt the Nazi. Did, did it, what did the light beam of light do? It were There were beams of arrows from different directions. But all in that general same area. Mm-hmm. Killed the Nazi. He's dead now. Oh, boy. So now, I'm able, now I'm able to enter. Okay. So now, I, so now I'm inside. The door, the door was open. Killed the Nazi. The darts went out. What do I have now? That's it. You got to break into the safe and escape. Okay. All right. So I'll go into this. I'll go into the safe. Um, do the whole unlocking mechanism. Get in there. Get what I need. I have. I don't even know what we're going after. Did we even? I never said. I never said. All right. I will take. I don't know something that Indiana Jones would love. It's his own personal. It's a picture of him and Mutt Williams. That's what it is. His most cherished possession. It's George Lucas's unedited script of Star Wars <laughs> Episode 7. Oh, boy. <laughs> that Disney threw away. All right, so turning around now. All right, just a double... So I'm turning around. I'm not going to jump out the window or anything. Okay. I'm going to turn around. Okay. I'm going to go back into the hallway, mm-hmm. right? That whole hallway we established was full with letters, so mm-hmm. there, I'm fine with that, okay. right? I'm going to go into the bottom right-hand bedroom. Yes, bedroom. Right? The one that you already established that it's not... The trash compactor room. The trash compactor room, which... Yeah, but trash compactors open in Star Wars when they're done. They, they, they do their job and they back open back. It has again. been long enough. I feel like we can't just block off the room. So I know that there's room. nothing else in that room, and I'm going to go out the window, like James Bond has already done. I'm going to jump out the window, which he can do fine and land, do a little barrel roll when he lands, no problem, and just run away from the house. At that point, I have what I need. All right, that's fair. I mean, we we have some issues of debate. Like, can you throw furniture at the words of God to break away all the false? Is letters? the word of God misogynistic? What do you mean? Well, because that's what Dan was saying. It was the word of God is the the is the, the challenge the Indiana Jones challenge. Oh, okay. And I just I thought okay. He yeah, I know if you were saying that the word of God is misogynistic, <laughs> that's why I wanted some well, clarification there. That could be debatable, but yes, <laughs> we catered it especially to James Bond in this instance. Okay, yes, fair enough, fair enough. And then I run away. That's what I got. All right. I think you both did a great job. Hey, thanks. I mean, this one is a good one. Yeah. This was a fun Home Alone episode. I um I also had... Oh, um, yeah, please. Yeah, what else My other bedroom in the upstairs, which I thought you were going to go in. Okay. Um, the door remained locked until you had to choose. So it was like the, the last, like the, the grail. Uh, he had to choose which Bond film was the best. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Did you give me options, or I just had to pick which one? Every option. All 26. Uh, only 24. 24, sorry. That's okay. Um, Goldfinger. That was what I was going to say. That was the correct answer. Oh, man, I should have went up there. <laughs> that would have been easy. Wow. Yeah. I thought we were going to have like, a, this intense argument. Nope, Goldfinger's the best, in my opinion. Wow. Followed, followed by 
Skyfall and Casino Royale is kind of like a toss-up for me. Mm. Casino Royale is very boring, which I think Skyfall is kind of more like James Bondy because it has like the gadgets where Casino yeah. Royale doesn't. So it's going against it, that. Whole... Yes, that's right. Yeah, but I mean, Casino Royale is still amazing. So, mm. so yeah. Chris, did you, did you have any other traps to uh, surprise James Bond? I had a, uh, a liquor bar in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was, and I also, if you had gone through the um, the hallway, uh-huh. it would have gone into the spikes that were randomly in the dining room. Now, what would have happened if I went up the stairs? Did I make a good choice by boulders? Boulders, classic. Like, I'm glad we both had kind of like a similar uh, mm-hmm. classic similar Indiana thing. Jones. That's yeah. right. I'm glad I decided not to go that way. It was just. You know, you knew something was going to happen. Too cliche, right? Yeah, you just knew something was going to happen. I was, I was really upset. The um, the floor plan that our, uh, our paid unpaid intern, Nicole, made was very open floor, which made it very hard for a lot of uh, little contraptions. Mm. But, uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, well, um, good, though. Do you want to finish up there, Chris, with your uh, Home Alone 2 facts? Yeah, since this episode was very Home Alone inspired, I have some Home Alone 2 facts, because... I consider that the best Home Alone. Home Alone 2. Um, so here's an interesting fact about the movie. Um, IMDb lists this as a goof. Despite the title, Kevin is not really Home Alone, but rather in New York alone. <laughs> this is true. IMDb. So, I mean, it does say Home Alone 2 lost in New York. It does establish. Right. He's, at, he's in a home. Right. It's not his home. That's true. Um, so should it be called In a Home Alone? <laughs> it's a little wordy. Yeah, I feel yeah. like they went with the right call. I think so. They made too. the right call. Yeah. So also, the renovated house where he sets up his traps is not actually in New York City. It's in Los Angeles. All of the scenes of the house and surrounding neighborhood were filmed at the Hollywood backlot Brownstone Street. So in Hollywood. Yep. Yep. Makes sense. <laughs> yep. That kind of does. All right. Um, two more to go. Um, Donald Trump, president-elect makes an appearance in the plaza lobby where Kevin asked him for directions. That's right. Donald Trump owned the hotel from 1988 to 1995 during the making of this film. He bought it from the Child's Company, now called Sinesta, for $407.5 million. He later sold it to Troy Richard Campbell for $325 million. So he lost money on it? According to this fact that I think I took from IMDb, it looks like he lost money. Hmm. Which is surprising, because I thought he was a great businessman. So I don't know. I'm not sure if that's right. That's weird. The best. Um, final fact. This is actually one of the highest... Home Alone 2. One of the highest grossing comedies of all time. Really? Uh, it made $476.7 million. Now that's a lot for any movie, particularly a comedy, since um, a movies that Americans find funny don't often translate well overseas. So apparently uh, hitting burglars in the head with paint cans... Is a universal language. <laughs> um, one one comedy that did do better, The Hangover Two, beat it. Hangover Two hit five hundred eighty six million dollars hmm. compared to the Home Alone 2's four seventy six. But as far as non animated, non musical family films, um, this movie did amazing, and it was a eighteen million dollar budget. Wow, so that's, that that's is really uh, good on an eighteen million dollar budget. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, awesome. I love Home Alone Two. I'm going to watch it for Christmas. I like I like both of them, the first and the second. Me too. He, me too. He's not yeah. in the third one, right? Didn't they recast him? Yeah. Was it a completely different kid? They changed the kid. They like character. Oh, oh, um, yeah. I believe like they made a three and four. I know they made a three and four. Was, yeah. Was three and four the same person? I don't it think wasn't so. McCulloch. I'm gonna look that up right now. 
Yeah, it definitely wasn't Macaulay Culkin. He he actually quit acting in the nineties. Yeah, he's crazy now. He kind of he's is. in a uh, a band called Pizza Underground, where they wear pizzas on their face and sing Velvet Underground cover songs. Wasn't he um, like really good friends with Michael Jackson or something? Yeah, that was one of the IMDb facts that Michael Jackson visited him on set. Really? Yep. So okay, so Kevin McAllister is Macaulay Culkin. He's not the character in Home Alone Three. It's a completely different character. Uh, and but Home Alone Four was Kevin McAllister. Interesting. And it had this like not the same the same character mother, same character father, sisters, whatever, but not the same actors. And there's also a Home Alone: The Holiday Heist, which came out in 2012, and it looks like it went right to DVD. No, it film premiered on ABC Family. Oh, on Christmas 2012. Wow. Yep. I don't know if there's any plans for a uh, another one, but we'll see what happens. Uh, anything else we want to add? Um. Big fan of what you guys have done in the last couple episodes. Thanks, Chris or Dan. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Chris, um, I'm going to give you a shout out for coming up with this episode. Thank you. This was very, very creative. Yes, it was a really cool idea for the holiday season. Where are we at now? What, uh, an hour and a half. Yeah, this is our longest episode by far, which yeah. is fine. You know, because we we got a lot, a lot to talk about. You so. almost got two episodes for the price of one. But yeah, we were, yeah, seriously. So it was a good deal. It was a good deal. So this is our last episode, though, before Christmas. So I'd like to wish all the listeners a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you believe in. Just be nice to each other. All that good stuff. Happy Holidays. Agreed. Yeah, same for me. Awesome. All right, cool. So, as always, uh, please continue to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. This is my house. I have to defend it. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.